Section four of Harper's Young People, Volume One, Issue seventeen, February twenty fourth, eighteen eighty. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Harper's Young People, Volume One, Issue seventeen, February twenty fourth, eighteen eighty. Zakor with the sack a stately-looking man wearing suspended on his left side by a strong strap a simple gray sack while a well-filled leather purse hung on his right was one day slowly wandering through the crowded bazaar of baghdad he remained standing before one of the stalls and then after a little reflection proceeded to purchase the largest and softest carpet there one of those in which the foot seems gently to sink down, and the sound of each step is completely hushed. The merchant was greatly surprised to see the richly dressed stranger without retinue, and said politely, Sir, as your slaves are not at hand, I will send one of my young men with you to carry the carpet. It is not necessary, said the purchaser, as he paid the price in shining gold pieces. I can manage it myself. He quickly took up the immense roll of carpet and pushed it slowly but surely into his sack. Then, without heeding the amazement and shaking of the head of the dealer, he passed on. His desire of purchasing seemed now to be thoroughly roused. Twelve flasks of otto of roses from Shiraz found their way into his sack. Ten pounds of the finest Turkish tobacco followed them. Then came quite appropriately a magnificent nargile with a long tube and a yellow amber mouthpiece on the top of which he carelessly threw a heavy ebony box inlaid with copper notwithstanding the crowd he attracted continual notice and a dignified-looking man had long been following him attentively without however addressing him but when he had reached the middle of the bazaar where the best and most costly wares are exposed for sale, and when, as though intoxicated by the sight, he sees the most incongruous things and entirely pushed them into his sack, pearls from Ormuz and blades from Damascus, tons of mocha coffee and bales of silk, fishes and rings, bracelets and dates, watches, saddles and diamonds, then the caliph, for it was no less a personage who was following him could contain himself no longer and said i have seen many wonders o stranger and by the beard of the prophet thou art not the least have then thy purse and thy sack no end why does thy sack not burst how canst thou carry it how canst thou find but one of the thousand things which thou art unceasingly cramming into it and tell me how will those poor tender pearls, which were too dear for me to buy for Zuleika, fare among tons and crates? Zakur, such was the name of the stranger, crossed his arms on his breast and bowed low. Ruler of the faithful, he said, for it is in vain that thou hidest thy noble figure under a homely dress. Thy portrait, painted by a Giawar and offered to me in Frankistan, is also in my sack and i recognize thee at once allah is great and his gifts are wonderful thou carest for the lovely daughters of the shell look here 
he quickly put his right hand into the sack and brought forth unhurt from the very midst of sabres and boxes the double row of large milk-white pearls which he respectfully presented to the caliph the caliph was astonished at zakor's riches and dexterity rejoiced at his present and was curious to learn more concerning him then we will sit down there on the broad stone steps at the foot of the murmuring fountain said zakor and in a minute he had spread out his soft carpet and lighted two najilas filled with the costly aromatic herb they sat down with their legs crossed under them peacefully sent little blue clouds into the air and the stranger began his tale i'm the son of a poor man o oh sire and seem doomed to poverty but there stood a good fairy by my cradle and laid on it this bag and this purse saying grow up zakor and look around thee in the world buy what pleases thee pay for it out of this purse which will not become empty and preserve it in this sack which will not become full but especially pack in all that is valuable the weight of it will not weary thee it is held more than she promised all that i have ever possessed or loved is contained imperishable save forever and always at hand in this sack wonderful highly singular and wonderful said the caliph but tell me more friend details would take too long to relate but the whole is soon said answered zakor thou wast surprised to-day at my rapidity in purchasing thou shouldst have seen me in my young days when the world still looked sunny and bright to my childish days when thousands of objects attracted me my hand was rarely out of my purse and my sack i took long journeys over sea and desert through lonely villages and large cities and whatever pleased me i bought and joyfully put into my capacious sack indeed it filled itself without aid from me shining green birds and brilliant snow-white blossoms flew into it the first impetuous joy was however soon stilled sometimes a feeling of indifference came over me and i passed unmoved by the most beautiful things because i already possessed so much that was lovely another opportunity will occur i thought if i should ever wish for it but it never came just as no moment of time ever returns and now i mourn over many a neglected chance then again i comfort myself with the thought of how many things i possess and take old and new out of my sack according to my inclination a quilted silk counterpane from japan in which to envelop myself or the egyptian phoenix to lull me to sleep besides the world is still large and zakor is not old yet i have still time to buy and sometimes the old long is very strong in me thus to-day o when i entered thy city i gave praise to allah that he had enabled man to form out of the dirty wool of the sheep the brilliant carpet on which we are sitting and caused the fragile amber now between our lips to rise up from the sand of the sea that he brought the gold from the bowels of the earth and the pearls from the depths of the sea and eagerly i seized the things o sire until the eye of thy favour rested on me and the blessed breath of thy mouth reached me and gave me what cannot be purchased with gold and silver the honour and delight of thy presence well spoken said the caliph delighted as he blew a thick cloud before him it is easy to see that thou hast travelled and been in courts too 
friends at court but one thing before i again forget it in my amazement the prophet praised be his name has forbidden to make a likeness or picture of man the image of allah but as thou possessest mine done by some unbelieving dog i cannot conceive how he found time and opportunity to do it they paint rapidly interrupted zakor and are quick in all evil arts true very true i should like to look at the thing the people need know nothing about it couldst thou not take it out for me to have just one glimpse of it thy wish is a command to me answered zakor who was already fumbling in the sack but for some time in vain well called the caliph getting angry art thou sorry that thou hast promised or here it is o sire said zakor breathing freely and the anger of the ruler disappeared as he gazed with curiosity on a small silver medal it is i and yet it is not he said shaking his head it is my fez with the ruby clasp and the embroidery on my state dress but i do not really look so stiff where are the brown cheeks the brightness of the eyes the colouring friend and what do i see the thing is broken look here there is a crack across it that separates the feet of my horse from his body therefore thou canst not keep all thy things unhurt in that sack thou canst not find them all in a minute confess thou hast also lost some entirely i am the son of a poor man answered zakor blushing but i learned two things when only a boy to use a sword and to speak the truth yes i have lost many a thing and when i was boasting just now that i had everything in my sack i was guilty of exaggeration as men of limited capacity are in the use of the two words everything and nothing i should have said most things at this moment appeared two outriders on swift arab steeds and behind them came a gilt carriage drawn by four barbary horses at sight of them zakor sprang to his feet without for a moment losing sight of the approaching procession seeing the caliph rise too he quickly pushed his carpet and argila into the sack and exclaimed with sparkling eyes to whom does this magnificence belong though how can i ask for who but thou o sire could call such splendour his own how beautifully the nubian in his purple contrasts with the grey horse and the pale christian slave in the blue silk with a shining black steed if only thou wert a merchant with this equipage for sale princes do not barter said the caliph as he put a little silver whistle to his mouth and blew a shrill blast when horses and carriage suddenly stood still by the side of the fountain but thou hast made me a handsome present friend zakor and what is more given me a pleasant hour take what thou praisest so enthusiastically be my guest to-day and to-morrow or when it pleases thee drive away into the wild world in this carriage it must be weary work dragging such a sack zakor crossed his arms on his breast bowed low and answered thy favour is like dew on a barren land even for the richest and if i had not promised a sick friend to be with him this evening i would willingly enter within the shadow of thy halls therefore let me go in peace but these beautifully kept horses and carrots shall not go through the dust of the suburbs saying this he quietly pushed the nubian with his grey steed the black horse and his rider 
the carriage and horses into the sack bowed down to the ground again and then stepped lightly and erect toward the city gate the caliph shook his head as he looked after him went home full of thought and hung the double row of pearls around zuleika's neck then he sent for his private secretary and said take a swan quill and a sheet of the finest parchment and write down carefully what i shall dictate the story of zakor with the sack many of our young readers have doubtless long since seen the meaning of this tale shine forth through its thin veil we should all be surprised at a zakor and yet like him we have each a faithful capacious sack memory into which from our youth upward we have crammed what is noble and common pearls and pebbles and yet it does not become full nor our purse our power of comprehension empty end of zakor with the sack end of section four